All right, here we are. We did it. We made it. We're we're in the bus right now. What do you what do you think? Honest I review. I love it. I love it. Yes. What's it going to take to get you to drive this thing? It's going to take a lot. <laughs> you think we can twist your arm and we can get you to be the driver for the day? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too funny. No, I we were talking earlier about how you had an RV or did you get rid of it? Yes. Okay. Yes, sold it. But never you, having driven it. You refused to drive it, yes. which is probably good. Yes. So, it was good for all the other people on the road. So who <laughs> did you have drive it for you then? So I had my fiance and my daughter. Okay. So mm -hmm. you just outsourced it. I outsourced it. Awesome. Just rode along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so excited to meet up with you. We've been, um, well, me and your fiance have been uh, talking for a while and he told me about all the things that you have going on so I'm like we have to connect we have to see what's going on yes. with the kids out here in Arizona I'm Thank an you. official Arizonite now yeah I, I got my uh, driver's license Ooh. I made him take my picture like four or five times I'm like guys what are we doing I, I, and I hate it <laughs> does anyone like their no 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 <laughs> no, no I don't, I've never met anyone who's like I like this picture I think yeah. that's like part of the process I'm but impressed you got him to do it four times <laughs> I was the only one there oh, I found like nice. a little slow place like yes. in Gilbert and then I just you right. know kind of was like would you mind like I feel yeah. really bad about this picture <laughs> I'm gonna have to show this all the time now <laughs> so I'm so excited and curious to learn more about what you've built and what you have going on um, I don't even know I don't even know where to start so how did this all come about the work that you're doing with, wow. with the youth here in Arizona? So how it came about was, um, well, we moved to Arizona in 2002. Um, I moved here, I had been a school teacher prior and um, had worked in schools with, where my kids went. And so when we moved here, um, and back then I was with my late husband who passed away since then, but um, so we moved out here for a job change for him. And so I just started working in charter school okay. um, to start with. And then um, how that developed was, um, I got, I had my admin degree, so then I was promoted to principal and special ed director, and so about a few years into it, um, the owner of the charter school said, hey, Laura, why don't you go out on your own, start your own company and contract to us, and contract special ed services, so that's what I ended up doing. So then it grew into more and more charter schools I was contracting to. Um, and then what happened was, is in the charter schools, we're more limited because they're smaller on the resources you can give to students and especially with special needs. So sometimes, um, so we would get kids coming into the schools, but we may not have the programming for them. So if you don't have the programming, you have to go out and find programming that you mm. can place them in. Okay. So they, because it's a publicly funded school, the charter is, you have to take the students and then you have to find um, good programming for them. So it came about through one student one student we had that had enrolled and we needed to find a, a program so I had put him in a program that I thought was really good and then one day just decided to go out and visit that program and saw what he what was happening with him in that program I showed up unannounced for the day yeah. and that particular student was sitting under a cafeteria table he's nonverbal and so nobody was paying attention to him and I was like oh my gosh you know so this is not okay we're paying to have him in this program but it's not what he he's not benefiting so yeah um that was that that wow. aha moment when i said i'm gonna we need to do something different that was the light bulb mm -hmm. of like mm -hmm. okay and so you were running the charter school and you had one kid that needed some special mm -hmm. help mm -hmm. and when you outsourced it to this it wasn't a good quality mm -hmm. service no. under the table okay no. and you made it sound like so easy i feel like there was probably so much oh, in between yeah. that so, so your much. first position at the school um not your school but when you when you came out to arizona um, was it 
just teaching? Uh, teaching. Uh, uh, one grade? Mm -hmm. what, what? One grade, sixth grade. Okay. Teaching sixth grade. And um, I said that after that year, I had some real challenging students. I was like, I am either need to get out of education or I have to go to where I can make a bigger difference with maybe special needs kids or something because this had a whole classroom and there was a lot going on in that classroom. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they said, you can go into special ed and train me. And I t they paid for that school, paid for the classes and that particular charter school owner he's also a pastor okay so he was like we'll pay for it all we wanted us you to stay with us so amazing yeah, yeah it was amazing and how hard was it to then branch out and start your own you know your own thing like i can't even imagine i don't even know where you begin you know like so yeah. how hard was that process and, and what did that kind of look like for you that was um i'd always kind of had a side business as a school teacher you're always working you yeah, know yeah, many yeah. jobs yeah, um, yeah. um to try and make ends meet but um i with him this pastor particularly the owner of that charter school he um he had other things too so he really kind of mentored me and he said you can do this start your own company and and i was guaranteed a contract so it wasn't like super risky i'm mm. still getting paid um, but the one thing that I wanted to do was in doing my own company, I wanted all the employees to work for me. So I wanted the speech people to be under me, the teach, the paras to be under me, the special ed teachers, because I knew having been a principal, how I pulled people during the day and you just take anybody that can cover classes. And I didn't want that to happen with the kids. So if they work for me, then they couldn't take those employees. They had gotcha. to, they had to be servicing the kids. So it worked out really well. And it was a model that other charter schools wanted to. So then they started, I started getting calls from other schools. So when I finally stepped out of that business, I was servicing 13 schools at the time. Wow. So okay. With so you teachers were, and paras and everything. So you had a pretty good little network mm -hmm. of people. We did. Gotcha. And then this happens, the kids, how old is he? What grade that's underneath the cafeteria? He table? was about in fourth grade at the time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely mm -hmm. devastating. I can't mm -hmm. imagine you. And walk he's nonverbal and he can't, you know, so he has a lot He's, of challenges, yeah. but great, sweet soul. And mm -hmm. in this moment, ended up kind of, it sounds like turning into your why. Mm -hmm. It did. So, okay, this is not, okay, I want, I don't want mm -hmm. this happening to him or any other kids. And so how did things change once you had that? I, I've had that too, where I had this mm -hmm. moment where like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I was put mm -hmm. here for. Mm -hmm. Now, now I'm, this is, I'm all in. Mm -hmm. So, so for you, what changed and how did that kind of go forward from there? So what changed was I was like, okay, I have to do whatever it takes to start a program because I had looked at all these other programs. There wasn't one specific for just students with autism. Okay. So autism. there were, they would take other disabilities or other things, but there wasn't anything that was specific to their needs. And so I'm like, okay, what would it take to start that? So my late husband and I talked about it. And he's like, we just have to go all in. So he cashed out his 401ks. We we put every dime we had. I mean, we risked it all. So it was going to be wow. either. Um, and so I continued to contract one more year, but I, I said, I have to find a good director. So I went out to um, the state. I asked a few friends of mine, and then they'd referred Shannon Mitchell, who is my current director now. She's been with me over 10 years. And, and she, to this day, she's like, I don't even know why I took that risk because she's yeah. usually very safe. But I interviewed with her and after three hours of us talking, she got on board. We didn't have a building at the time. All I had was a vision. All I, you know, there was nothing. Yeah. We had to hire staff, everything. And she took a chance and it, she's done an amazing job. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how long did it take to get from like, all right, 
we're literally cashing in all of our assets. Mm -hmm. We're putting it all on the table to it actually working out and getting one school mm -hmm. in, in was it, it a happened, huge success it happened at first? Pretty fast. Really? So it, it was, there was that big of a need. It, there was, yeah. Wow. And we could see it um, just because I've been in the school systems my whole life. I've taught public school. I've taught private schools. I've taught in between. I've tutored, you know, so I've been through all of the different education. And um, so, yeah, from that point when we decided, and I have an assistant that's been with me for 20 years and from way back then to now with my other business. And um, she was like, she's very safe. And she's very like, what are we doing? Yeah. Don't do this. And so <laughs> Sounds her like name everyone was Jen out of their Jennifer, comfort zone. But um, Jenny um, said, what are we doing? But she got on board because she was with me that day when we saw him under the table. And I don't think if she would have been with me, it would have been as impactful. But we both left there crying. And I was like, mm. no, we can't. We have to do this. So we cashed in everything. We started. It was 2012. By 2013 in the fall, we had a building. We had opened it, we had remodeled it, and we had secured um, a couple investors to come in and invest. Jeez. So, yeah. Incredible. Mm -hmm. It's, it is interesting how everyone was like the safe, mm -hmm. like it sounds like everyone, mm -hmm. no, we're safe, we're safe, we're, mm -hmm. you know, and then having to jump, we right. call it, um, what is it, jumping off the cliff and building your wings on the way down, yes. or building the airplane in the air, or getting on land and burning the mm -hmm. boats. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm so curious about that why moment, because I've had that too, mm -hmm. um, and, it, I, I'm thinking of a kid right now um, at a school we went to in Alaska many years ago, and um, I was very new at going and speaking, um, and I was kind of figuring it out, but I was sharing the the, the struggles and, and the vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. And and I was at a school that was for kids that were high school age, but they um, were having troubles. They were, uh -huh. they were maybe in trouble with the law, juvenile. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was kind of like nervous cause I'd never been to just any other school than just like a normal public school. And, um, I remember one kid and, uh, he raised his hand, he stood up and he just started sharing about difficult things he was going through it. And, and it was some, uh, depression and self-harm type mm -hmm. of things. And he came up on the stage and stood up there wow. with me and he started talking to the rest of the kids oh, about like, you know goodness. what, he's right. And, and he, he took over in an awesome, amazing wow. way. Um, and so that those moments that are the why, if you can get people on board mm -hmm. to, to see that vision. And that's so cool. That mm -hmm. was it uh, Jennifer or Janine? Jenny, 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 Jenny. Jenny. Jennifer's okay. her yeah. full name, Horrible but Jenny. Listener. Yeah. Jenny. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, shout out to her, mm -hmm. um, for being there too. Yes. And, and I'm curious for, for your experience, did you, as you were building this, when you hit hard times or like struggles and mm -hmm. like, I don't know what's gonna happen with finances, mm -hmm. is that something that you like went back and, and thought to? And how many people did you share that story with along the way mm -hmm. as you were trying to get people to see your vision and feel mm -hmm. your passion? Is that something that you would share with people or did you just keep it to yourself? Kind of kept it to myself. I yeah. never wanted employees to feel like they weren't gonna have a check. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it was 11:59 on sometimes. I'd be running to a car title place to, to take a loan on a car title, or I'd be running to here. You know, um, it was really. There were times I never missed a payroll, but there were times when I thought, and I didn't want anybody to feel, oh my gosh, am I going to get paid or anything like that? Because sometimes that can happen with private schools or charter schools. Yeah. So I just never wanted that, and so I only told a, a select few. But I have strong faith. So um, I say all the way across the board, like God was in it from the beginning because there's no way I look back and I'm like, 
there's no way things worked out yeah, the yeah. way they did yeah, um, yeah. by accident. So, yeah. Uh, I love Absolutely. it. It seems like, and, and that's something we were talking earlier about um, Dean Kane um, sitting mm -hmm. where you were and doing a talk about his story, which is, you know, a totally different story. And that's mm -hmm. what's so cool about sitting down with different people. But one of the things that stood out from that conversation was um, when people ask you, can you do it? Yeah, mm -hmm. I can do uh -huh. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, and then you figure it out. Yeah, you, you, you're you like, you bite off more than you can chew. And like, well, now I have to figure out how to mm -hmm. make payroll and get the right mm -hmm. employees and get the right team and build this out. So mm -hmm. um, my it's director so funny. and I always say, just just keep faking it till we make it. And yeah, then, yeah, and then yeah. it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at what point now? Once you got the first school, was it mm -hmm. all um, like, all right, now we grow and we mm -hmm. get the next ones, or was it? Did you ever hit any points where like, I don't know if this is going to work and, and, and we don't have enough kids or our parents upset or whatever mm -hmm. obstacles like you faced? Was we, it pretty steadily upward or, it was, or it up was, and down? It was steadily upward and then it plateaued. Um, but it was the first year we opened the first one. The second year we had a building that we'd been looking at the first year. The guy approached us and he said, hey, if you want a lease from me, I will lease this building for like he was trying to just get it leased. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's jump in. Let's take the second one. That was became our junior high and high school to this day where it's still at that same location. But we did. We dove in and we just believed. I just kept believing the, the numbers are going to come, the kids are going to come. And so we started out small and we just grew steadily. And then by year three, we had three campuses. Year three, we're opening our third campus in the West Valley. Wow. And so then um, we kind of, that was the year that my... Um, late husband passed away so we kind of went through as a family because all my family works in the business so it was kind of a regroup time and then um then covid you know hits a couple of years later and so but we have even through covid we grew wow. um and and we were so worried it was march when they were shutting everything down and we thought how are we going to educate kids with autism online like yeah. this is going to be in uh, yeah how are we going to do this within a week all of my stuff was so amazing. We mobilized online. Hmm. Our tech guys were, we got computers in. We, every kid had a computer. Wow. Like we had iPads for them. It, and that, they were hard to come by at that time. Yeah, so yeah. it was like a miracle. And because we mobilized so fast, um, I believe we didn't have one parent that dropped out. And they can because they get the funding given to them. And then they pay us their tuition from the state through the mm. empowerment scholarship. So they could have decided to homeschool, they could have decided to go, you know, this isn't gonna yeah. work for us because they're online. Every single student, and at the time we had over 400 kids and they all stayed hmm. enrolled and they all went online. Wow, so, amazing. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, because this, this thing happens that none of us saw mm -hmm. coming and, mm -hmm. you know, I was yeah. in California, so it was even stricter. Mm -hmm. I know Arizona was a it little was, bit looser, but yeah. it, no one knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you didn't lose anybody and got Couldn't them all computers it. and everything. Yes, it was. And, and we did in the public schools, which I understood their struggle. They have a lot more kids, yeah. you know, tons of kids. So it was harder for them to turn that corner and make that adaption. But um, no, it, because of that, we, we actually got more kids the next year because parents saw how fast we were able to mobilize. And so they, we want our kids to go there. Like the other schools are struggling to get it together. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Do you have a most, I don't want to say favorite story because I'm sure they're all equally um, amazing, but do you have one that you could share that stands out about one of your students? Um, just maybe they've been there for a while and you saw amazing change or just mm -hmm. anything like that that I would love to hear? Oh, I do. I have one. Okay. Um, it has a great ending and a sad ending. So okay. 
Um, but I'll share this one because Jordan um, Koopman, he was a student that came to us in middle school, and he um, had complete behaviors. He was in the public school. They had a lot of problems. He really went through a big transition, and so all through high school, he became a leader. He became super popular at our school. Um, the kids looked up to him, all of this. And then um, suddenly, just like a few months ago, he passed away in his senior year. And mm -hmm. so it's sad, but it's really interesting because what Jordan did is he had these little like rubber duckies that he used to hide around the school and he would have all the kids engaged in it. It's become a nationwide thing. His mom has now her work promoted it. And so his life has touched so many other lives and he was really an inspiration to a lot of the kids. Yeah. And so he died on a, you know, suddenly and unexpectedly. And so that was a huge uh, blow for all of the kids. Yeah. And then just to have them processing that because we process grief difficultly as, uh, but with kids with autism, it's also even more difficult because they yeah. don't have that communication piece with a lot of them and they don't know how to express themselves and so it was very difficult for them but mm -hmm. um but as a as a staff and as a um his family i mean we really came around his family and supported his mom and she was just so grateful and we did a special ceremony and we now fly a little flag that has a duck on it at that oh, campus and yeah. so it's become wow um, his his memory will live on it's so yeah. special that you can you know, you, you never know how long you're going to be here, exactly. but what an impact you can have on other mm -hmm. people. And yeah. what a cool thing for yes. his family, it mm -hmm. sounds like his mom in particular, yes. to be able to take that mm -hmm. and let's turn this into a positive mm -hmm. thing that can help other yeah. people. Absolutely. I don't know if I could handle that situation yeah. like that. I, I, how do you not get bitter and, right. and mad at the world and mad at mm -hmm. God and all those things. So mm -hmm. I always have uh, so much admiration for people who handle those types of situations with grace like that right. and and uh and you know, no not only because that's what we talk about mm -hmm. is the attitude that's yep. like the biggest thing attitude. Um, and and we can't control what happens to mm -hmm. us and unfortunately bad things are going to happen mm -hmm. that's life but we can mm -hmm. always control how we respond yeah so easy to say but mm -hmm. much harder Difficult when you lose yeah your mm -hmm. child so yeah. um I, I i'm so glad though that the other kids and and he was a leader he was and that's something that goes because so many kids today, and I want to get your take on this, it seems like they're worried about following mm -hmm. on online, right? Who follows them? Mm -hmm. Who Are they getting enough likes? Right. And what do I have to do to fit in with the other mm -hmm. people as opposed to the type of person that's like, you know what? I don't care what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and I'm going to be a light in the world, yep. and um, and I'm going to lead the way. And we need more more leaders Absolutely. and less followers. I know. Um, well, well, that's amazing, and I'm yeah. I'm so curious. So, at these schools, 100% autistic 100% autism. Okay, mm -hmm. so if I'm varying a parent, levels. Okay, mm -hmm. if I'm a parent, um, because we just had a, um, a a kid in our program, and we're like, uh, well, I wasn't one of our people that are much smarter than me. Um, mm -hmm. Was like, you know, I think you know, once I think they might be on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So, what are some of the signs if I'm a parent or just uh, an, I'm an uncle? So like yes. if I want to check out my nephew's like, what are some of the signs that might be, should everyone be getting tested to find out if they're autistic or are there certain things? How does that work? No, I think usually um, it'll usually manifest early on um, in the early years of development and parents will typically every, if you've met one kid with autism, you've met one kid with autism. They're all so different, hmm. but there are some commonalities and it's usually speech development, um, social interaction, um, could be repetitive things that they do. Um, mm -hmm. but I think it's just, um, 
I think it's ha there's so many different things that you can look for and I get asked every day like what are um, what do you think causes it and there's so many different speculations out there yeah but I think um, the main thing is just looking at development just looking at the developmental mind milestones and if you see any delays in any of those like what they should be doing at certain ages um, then kind of paying attention to that and just talking to a pediatrician and I always say a developmental pediatrician okay. is the best, um, not cool. just a pediatrician, but a developmental one, because they're paying closer attention to those milestones. Gotcha. So, so you would take have. your child in, and is it mm -hmm. like what is it like a test? Mm -hmm. Is it blood? Do, like I don't yeah, even know. Like, no what, blood test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> vision um, test. Like, yes, <laughs> they do a lot of like behavioral things with them, okay. like um, or speech language development by certain ages. Um, my daughter's a speech language um, therapist assistant, so there's certain ages that they should be doing certain things. So if they're not meeting those milestones, or if you notice your child's not interacting with peers, um, of course they start out parallel playing, but if they're still continuing and not really wanting to interact, then or kind of off in their own world, then typical signs like that you would okay. want to get it checked out. Awesome. Yeah. For parents that um, do have a kid with autism, what are the mm -hmm. benefits of them coming to a school like yours as opposed to just going to the charter school or, or oh, private wow. school? Yeah. yeah, what, what, yeah, what's... So many benefits. Um, and again, I always tell parents, like, we, we never, I worked in the public school system. I was a principal. So I understand the challenges because you're dealing with a lot bigger number of kids and you have to group kids and programs and stuff. So. With ours, the, the advantage to coming here is we have small class sizes, no more than 16 in a class. We have a four to one ratio. So there's one adult for every four kids in wow. a classroom. Wow. So you have a teacher and you have paraprofessionals that are really like teachers also. Mm -hmm. um, and in some of our classes where the needs are higher, it's a one to two ratio hmm. or three. And yeah, yeah. Um, we have speech language therapy going on all the time on all the campuses. And then also our teachers are highly trained. So at the beginning of the year, they go through a full training and it's way intense on because they're not only just teaching lessons, they have to teach multi-age, they have to teach um, multi-levels. Um, and then they also have to be trained in all the different curriculums because we offer so many different curriculums because not one curriculum works for every child. Mm. Whereas in a public school, it's going to be one curriculum. All the kids kind of have to follow that. But here we're tailoring the curriculums to the kids needs. So everything is individualized. Wow. Every student Incredible. in the classroom is individualized. So wow. lots of support, um, with that. And then uh, we have coaches that go around and really work with the teachers and, and we have behavior specialists and speech language and OT, like I said, on the campus. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of specialized people that are there to help. And so the teachers love, once they've been in public school and they come to work for us, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so much better because we have so much support here. A lot of resources, here. Yeah. it sounds like. Yeah, a lot of resources. Are you guys the only ones in Arizona um, that do this? There are other schools okay. um, with kids with autism. But to my knowledge today, I don't know that there's one specific for just autism like we are. There may be one or two out there right okay. now, but when we started, we were the only one. Yeah, it's a, a, mm -hmm. right, a great little niche. Yes. And in, in other states, do you know, is there often options like this in some other places? Or because um, it seems like they need to do yeah, this everywhere. They, you need to take do. it <laughs> to the rest of the country and beyond. Yes. Um, Florida, there's a higher number because they have the empowerment scholarship there, the ESA. Okay. So it's wherever they have the um, ESA and it's different in every state it works really well in Arizona because 
what with the empowerment scholarship and up until this year it was just for five different categories kids that were disabled displaced or foster kids or military um there were five categories but um okay what they what then what happens is the parent the money is diverted to the parent but a percentage stays back with the public school where that child would go so they still get money mm. but then the parent is receives that amount of money and they can take them to a private school like ours and they pay the tuition with that money Wow. So it's diverted to the parent to us. So that makes it really nice they because it, they yeah. have that option. Because yeah. um, and there we may have one or two students in our schools that are private pay, mm -hmm. but other than that, they're all on scholarships or tuition or tax credit money. Yeah. Um, because and the only way they wouldn't be able to get that scholarship is if they're from out of state and they just move here. Because mm. you have to be an Arizona resident and your child has to have been in a public school for a certain number of days in order to qualify for okay. the, the scholarship. Wow. So if you're a parent, look into the empowerment yes. grant. And, yes. and not just for autism, but also for foster care and a couple mm. other categories, yes. which and I need to look what into. What they just we'll did is they here. just passed it for all kids. So now kids that want to go to private school, they can get it. But they won't get as high a funding yeah, level because yeah. autism gets wow. a lot higher funding. But um, they did pass that, which has created kind of a strain on the system because they just passed it in the fall and so oh. now it went from 9,000 to 45,000 kids on the program oh, so geez. now it's just like they're backlogged yeah and is so, that just yeah. Arizona just Arizona. You, they're talking about? okay mm -hmm. and but there are other states where mm -hmm. they they do the empowerment yes and it all works a little different in each state wow okay amazing yeah this is yeah. so cool I'm learning a lot today yes <laughs> um, I wanted to I wanted to ask you a little bit um, you said your daughter earlier, mm -hmm. so this has become a little bit of a family-run yes. yes. situation. Yes. What are they involved in? What does that look so like? So my son, who is the oldest, um, he will be 30 next month. Um, he started out um, being the marketing director and then also running a, I had him open a transportation. So he runs all the transportation, all the buses for all the kids from all the different areas of the, we really? have kids from all, from Maricopa that get bussed in, from Queen Creek all over to our campuses. So. He does that, and um, and then my middle daughter, she is uh, in charge of all the the related services, so okay. like speech and OT, she runs that whole program. And then as we, and then my younger daughter is a teacher, and she also is a coach, a mentor that coaches other new teachers, and um, so she's been very instrumental. They've all been there since the beginning, wow. since we opened, and um, working summers while they were going through college, and. Um, so they all have a heart for it. They have a passion for the kids and it's been really neat. Incredible. Yeah. So they knew that they wanted to do something like this. And mm -hmm. then when this game, it's like, Hey, Oh, I don't know if they had a choice. No, <laughs> you, you forced them to twist their arm a little bit. Yeah. So, so how do people, um, that want to go to your schools, where do they check that out? Um, what's the they, what, like website or the, they can go to our website. Okay. It's, um, AAD. AAED.org. Okay. And it has all the information there, and they can get the information on the empowerment scholarship. They can see a little bit about our school. They can see how, what the training is that the teachers go through. There's a lot of information. Okay. So, yeah. All right. We're going to check that out. Awesome. And, and where do you want to take this from here now? I feel like you're not stopping. And I, don't, mm -mm. I don't see that from what I'm no. picking up from you. What is like your big uh, vision or goal, or where do, you, where do you see this going? Maybe you're just taking it a day at a mm -hmm. time, but what, what's that? Our goal is to open in um, other areas. Okay. of the state, um, of course, and we did grow the online program that came out of COVID. So we have a pretty strong now 60 plus student online school that we have teachers teaching online that are just doing online teaching. Um, 
Out of this came the need to do more. Um, we've partnered with some other agencies where um, my marketing team came up with Autism TV. So now they're doing, um, trying to do things on the Autism TV channel on YouTube to get more information out to parents, just general information, not so much like come to our school, but just like helping all parents yeah. nationwide. Um, and then we also developed an app um, okay. called Sensoryscape that parents can download and it has a lot of things on there to calm, a, calm their student down if they're having a meltdown or um, different behavior tips and there's some social stories on there. Social stories are real big. Okay. Telling kids like, hey, if you're in a grocery store, how do you act? What do you do? A lot of our kids need a lot of prompting on how to start initiate a conversation or how to ask for help and things like that. There's a lot of social stories on there. So yeah. we've, we've done the app. And then we also developed the adult program. So as kids were aging out of our program at 22, we saw the need. So my middle daughter, who um, she said, I have a passion to do the adult program. So she opened up, we found a property, a farm property. So she's now started that adult program. So, so cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So no stopping. Yeah. Yeah. World yeah. domination. I yes. see it in the future. <laughs> um, I did. I wanted to ask you one other thing. Um, for parents, do you have any like... Like when you said the kind of the the prompts for for mm -hmm. some of these things, do you have any tips or advice for parents that are raising autistic children, um, with dealing with different situations that that they come up with, like best tips or or any like just little knowledge that you would share? Best tips are um, they need self care. Hmm. Take care of themselves because it's. I always say to parents when they come in and they because they're with their kids 24 seven. And if they're dealing with a lot of behavior and some challenges, it's hard because you're, as a parent, you're dealing with it 24 seven. They don't get a break. Yeah. So I always say, you know, we give them the resources to sign up for the DDD services where they get respite hours and they can have a break or just doing things for themselves, taking a minute for themselves. Um, just self-care is the best thing for mm. them because it, they're living it every day, all day, all year long. and. And when um, we get the students and we have the challenges during the day at school, um, I always tell my teachers, listen, we only have them during the day. That parent goes home and they have them all night and all the rest of the hours and it's hard. So I always tell parents, make sure you're taking care of yourself. It's kind of like that analogy, put your mo oxygen mask on first yep, before you yep. can help somebody else. Yeah. That's what we stress a lot to our yeah. parents is like, you've got to take care of yourself yeah. because you have to be here for the long haul to take care of them and help them. So. So yeah. good. Yeah, I was thinking, fill your fill your cup, right? Mm -hmm. You gotta fill your cup before you can help other people. Absolutely. I did not think that's what you were gonna say. I'm like, all right, it's gonna be uh, something for dealing with, yes. uh, you know, anxiety or panic mm -hmm. attack, and and uh, wow, that call, is such a good thing. They can call our school anytime. We'll give them we'll okay. give them advice all day okay. long okay. if they okay. want that. But that and is, we have specialists gotta, that can help them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I love that because you got to take mm -hmm. care of yourself, mm -hmm. and that's what I see with a lot of parents um, that not just autism that kids have special mm -hmm. needs, and it's a full time thing, and 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 that what you just shared of even into adulthood after, mm -hmm. um, you know, well, if they don't learn how to survive on their own, then they're, you know, um, dependent on you forever. Mm -hmm. And so that's amazing that you guys are extending mm -hmm. that out. And there will be kids that'll go to group homes and maybe have to, and you know, they will outlive their parents, some of the kids will. And unfortunately, so that's why our goal with even our lowest functioning student is to make them as independent as possible. So they're not always reliant or, you know, and vulnerable in yeah. those situations. They can do as much as they can for themselves. So we really work with them. Hmm. And right now you said five schools and- Five, five schools plus an online. Plus so. an online mm -hmm. and 700 
-hmm. total Close kids to ju just right now. Yes. So it's and that's has all the ones you've already worked with mm -hmm. and in the future. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I just say six hundred plus. Six hundred plus. Less, yeah. Keep less it daunting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get overwhelmed. But it's say, well, I'm just so uh, impressed, and I, you know, all of it's impressive. But the 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 part of you guys. You know, you gloss over some of these things so casually mm -hmm. of like you cashed out the 401k mm -hmm. and did these things because mm -hmm. you believed in it and went mm -hmm. all in. And I think that's so inspirational. And, um, you know, I was sharing with your fiance uh, before this and, and kind of leading up to us of these people that take action and believe in something and find that why. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that you have that. You have that mm -hmm. one that one thing of like, OK, this is why I need to do this mm -hmm. and this is something that isn't going to happen on my watch and then mm -hmm. your relentless pursuit to, mm -hmm. to not stop and make it happen and take it and have because 700 kids mm -hmm. is way more than 700 people mm -hmm. you're affecting mm -hmm. all their families and brothers and and the people that are mm -hmm. around them it's having this ripple effect and that's the thing the we hear from parents is just how it didn't just change our child it changed our family because yeah. they have siblings and a lot of times that can be a difficult dynamic. The attention goes on the one student that's having the difficulties or the challenges and the other kids kind of get left. And they said once they started here, um, when we get kids coming in our older elementary and middle school, for the first time, parents are crying. Right. They're like, my kid was finally invited to a birthday party, like invited because they wanted them there, not because they had to invite them or that they just didn't get included. So it's very, it's life-changing for these kids and for the parents because imagine your kid never gets invited to a birthday party and for the first time they're in sixth grade and now they finally were invited to another, um, yeah. another a friend. A and they one. come yeah. to our school and they're comfortable and they socialize with each other because they get each other. And so it's not like being in the public school where they're just kind of off by themselves or. Yeah, yeah. in a small, in mm -hmm. a small mm -hmm. group or something. Yeah. So you do so much to help so many other people mm -hmm. how can people help you guys with what you have going on wow. what, what are you guys you know what, what could people help there um, you know we there's so many different areas they can help in um, we always we have people asking if they can donate playground equipment or doing donate to certain we have a strong art program our kids' art gets um, put in galleries and people buy their art. And so anything that can support our arts, our computer program, our PE program, the playground facilities, always we're always upgrading things. Um, even just special projects we're doing or even in the growing of more schools. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. we have limited money we get in and I really prioritize the personnel first because we want the best for the kids. And so sometimes the things that don't happen are those type of the bigger projects, the bigger funding okay. aspects. So Awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll put the website on here and people yes. can check it out. Awesome. I, thank you so much for being so thank generous you. with your time here on a Saturday. And thank you. I'm thank so Thank you for impressed. all you're doing with kids too. Oh yeah, so thank you. Amazing. I appreciate that. I um, I just want to take a second and acknowledge you for all you're doing, you know. Um, you. it's It really is incredible and the impact and I would love to be able to help in, in some way. So we'll have to figure awesome. that out yes, after this. Definitely. But um, Love yeah, it, it, like I said, everyone is so interesting. Everyone has just a different story. And mm -hmm. so it's so fun to learn what your story was today. Mm -hmm. And um, those things, you know, when you're pushing through like, uh, like it's such a big deal, like, oh, we're cashing out the thing to do mm -hmm. this to help other people. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just one of the, the, the obstacles you hit and you just keep going and making it happen. Yes. Uh, I think that's very inspirational to so many people. So I'm excited to get this Thank out you. there and, and hopefully get more kids 
and parents that need this program yes. to your program or ones yes. like yours in their area, wherever they are. So yes, I agree. Um, this needs the more attention on it because I didn't even know they had resources like this. And I think a lot of people don't know that. So mm -hmm. um, And just finding buildings right now and this time we're looking at expanding and it's hard because we do have wait lists in some of our classes. And, really? And okay. especially our lower functioning classes, we have wait lists of kids wanting to get in. And so hmm. it's, it's hard. There's, there's definitely a need out there. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we're glad you're here. Yay. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you.